0: Scott Pruitt says he wants to fight secret science at the EPA. What does that mean? I'm Robin Bravender, deputy editor of ClimateWire. I'm Kimi Von Kanell, reporter and producer, and I'm subbing for Evan Lehman, ClimateWire's editor, who's out this week. This is The Climate Lead. ClimateWire reporter Scott Waldman has been following Scott Pruitt's science plans. He's here to talk us through the details. So walk us through how EPA would usually do a smog rule and air pollution rule versus how it would do it now under this new policy.
1: So like for the Clean Air Act, if they want to say, let, let's look at the level of soot coming out of this coal plant and coal plants around the country, L- let's determine what sort of level of soot it, where does it start presenting a serious threat to the people that live near it, which side note are oftentimes poor and minority residents who live near a lot of these facilities let's look at how those folks might be affected we're gonna go back to the research we're gonna look at the Harvard six cities study we're gonna look at the American Cancer Society's studies those those kind of groundbreaking pieces of research that really linked just the air around these facilities to very serious and life-threatening health conditions. That's what the agency would look at, and, and it certainly doesn't move fast. It takes years to put these kind of protections in place. Under the new plan, you wouldn't be allowed to use that study. We can only ex- include limited research, which might, by the way, include some studies funded by the American Petroleum Institute and other interest groups with a dog in the fight if you will we can rely on those studies because that data has been made public to show that we can you know there's there's hardly any link between air pollution and human health so we can just pollute at will from some of these power plants
0: tell us exactly what pruitt and the trump administration want to do when it comes to changing science at epa
1: so they want to what they say they're they're calling it a secret science initiative and they're saying that it's all about transparency they want Um, science the raw data behind your research to be published and they also want it you know to be reproducible if possible and and what that means is they want all the health data really for a lot of these studies to be available but when you look at air pollution data where you have people's health records usually large groups of people's health records that is protected
0: Um, what's the latest with Scott Pruitt's transparency and science initiative?
1: So, right now it has been put out for public comment, has a 30-day comment period. It's a proposed rule, so after they finalize it, which will take another couple months, I imagine, um, it's certainly gonna be met with lawsuits Mm -hmm. and a lot of the environmentalists feel they have a very strong case here and they're not even that worried about this going into place because it's such an outlier in terms of the way Uh, the agency is supposed to go about conducting its business.
0: We talked to someone who supports Scott Pruitt's plans. This is James Enstrom, a retired professor at UCLA. He's now president of the Scientific Integrity Institute.
2: Uh, Yes. Well, science is based on the notion that you can have a hypothesis and test it. And then um, the only way to really determine if the test is uh, valid or not is to reproduce it. This has been very difficult to do because the investigators that um, did the original studies have not cooperated with attempts to reanalyze their work.
1: Now, if this goes into place, this policy, if it, if it survives legal challenges and whatever else it faces in the future, and it does get uh, put in place, what sort of effects do you think it'll have on air pollution regulations in the country? Well, uh,
2: again, I think it will lead to a more accurate understanding of the relationship of air pollution to human health. And and this um, has often been portrayed as an industry um, concern only. This is actually a concern of many scientists like myself who have basically been shut out of the uh, process.
1: All right. Thanks very much for the time. I appreciate it. Okay, bye now.
0: We also talked to someone today who opposes EPA's plans. This is Gretchen Goldman, Research Director of the Center for Science and Democracy at the Union of Concerned Scientists.
2: This is not about transparency. It's never been about transparency. The original idea for this uh proposal actually came out of uh tobacco industry documents from folks that were looking to uh stave off regulation on secondhand smoke. Uh and they've uh co opted the phrase of, of transparency in science and science to uh, try to make this look like it's about uh, transparency of the scientific process when uh, that's not at all what the policy addresses it's instead uh, restricting the science that EPA is able to use in its decisions
0: do you think Scott Pruitt's plans will necessarily veer EPA toward less regulation I think that's
2: potentially Part of the plan, Uh, I think it means it would make it harder to um, rely on science to inform regulations. Uh, Given that this is combining with several other uh, steps that this administration has taken at the EPA uh, around. Um, policies and particularly around air pollution policy, uh, it's, it appears that the ultimate goal would be to, uh, the ultimate effect rather, would be to uh, weaken uh, public health protections as they stand, uh, particularly in the form of ambient air pollution standards.
0: Could this impact EPA policies across the board in terms of water regulations, climate regulations, et cetera? It seems to be focused uh, on air pollution of policies,
2: but it's actually much broader in terms of what impacts this could have. Uh, Internal emails from the EPA that were released to the Union of Concerned Scientists through a Freedom of Information Act request a few weeks ago uh, showed that internally even uh, EPA Uh, officials had concerns about this, and particularly the impact it might have around uh, the chemical industry uh, and the implementation of the Toxic Substances Control Act, uh, which also relies, of course, on uh, a lot of data to uh, make decisions about the safety of uh, consumer products.
1: Nancy Back, who formerly worked for the American Chemistry Council, big lobbying group for the chemical industry, was flagging that uh, among her co-workers as they were crafting this policy like that.
0: And so. she's now a top official at EPA, so there's yes. been some infighting at the agency about how to do this. Yes,
1: and based on what we saw in those emails and what how the proposed rule that's out there now, they carved out tremendous exemptions, really leave it up to the discretion of the EPA administrator um, as to what would and would not be excluded in this.
0: Thanks for listening. You can read all of our stories at eenews.net. Have a good week.